a shout out from the mountain tops. A star is born. It's a time for pulling out the stops. A star is born. Honey, here's with a Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes. Yes, we are back. I am once again. 24, this is my podcast. 24's podcast. We are back once again to talk about football. Oh, my goodness. Can, hold on, can we turn it up for just a little bit? Can we just turn it up? Yes! I've been listening to pause the music. I've been listening to Disney music over the last couple of days. I got the inspiration from hearing a streamer have a almost perfect rendition of um what's the what's the little mermaid song? What is it? What is it called? Hold on. It's the one where she's in the room and she's singing about um I, I forgot not not a it's not a whole new world hold on what is it what is it part of your world that's a song that's the one I heard her singing it perfectly and I was like oh I gotta I gotta get it I gotta I gotta make an entire like playlist because I'm a nerd about Disney music this is a part of the Hercules album. I think at the end of the movie where they're like, yay, he won. He beat Hades and the Titans and things of that nature. Oh, God. As much as people hate Disney, for what reason, I don't know. It, it's literally magical. Disney has some great music, some great entertainment. Oh, my goodness. And this is one. This is, again, from Hercules. But can, can we get the music going again? Baptist choir singing the praises of Hercules. And Zeus, ladies and gentlemen, Cam Newton has lost his mind. We'll talk about it. Also, I'll talk a little bit about the Lakers and also potentially uh, some things about the NFL and the draft. It's a slow, slow week, unfortunately. But we'll talk about it, ladies and gentlemen, right here. 24's podcast. A Star is Born. Oh, baby. What a great song. What a great movie. Goodness gracious. Maybe not a great movie. Hercules was all right. It had great moments. Not overall a great movie. Hercules, bit of a snooze fest. The fact that everyone around him was a far more interesting character. Meg, uh, the trainer. I forgot the trainer's name. Hades was and is one of the best villains ever. I feel bad for people that never got into Disney movies. I got into Disney movies as a kid because after school, 
uh, we essentially, I'd, like I was in the after school program where essentially your parents worked and the school took care of you. And so to kind of like burn an hour and a half to an hour and 10 to 15 minutes, the teachers just put on these VHS copies of movies and a lot of them were Disney movies and things of that nature. And so I saw things like the little mermaid, for example, and seeing her sing about how much she wanted to be a part of our world and things of that nature made me be like, Oh my God, I, I love musicals. Very good musicals. I don't like when you just have characters breaking out and singing it has to be a good musical. And Disney creates some really, really good animated musicals. Moana being, ah, oh God, prime, prime, top-tier stuff. Top-tier quality content. One of the best Disney movies really ever, and it was only made. Can you believe that they're making a Moana, a live-action one, and it hasn't even been 10 years after they made the first one? It's like, just, hey, Disney... Just make better content. Just how about that? Hold on. Sorry about that. I just had to get something from over there. But it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. It's so weird how that movie maybe not weird is the best way to describe it but the interesting thing about that movie was that it was like an actual teenager or i think it was i think she was a teenager right that was in moana the first one that played moana she's gotta be in her 20s right now and they actually had her perform i i cannot say her her first but what's how old is she she was born in 2000, so she was 20, she's 23 now, so she would have been, what is it, like 16? Yeah, she would have been 16, she was a teenager. She was awesome in that movie. And it's just like, now, she goes from, she's like, like, dude, I was like, like, this shit literally only happened, like, like seven years ago, and now you guys are fucking moving me on to another girl to be Moana. I get it. Moana is an awesome fucking movie, but still. You know, Disney is like, like we got to fucking have another moneymaker. I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson, of course, is reprising his, mo his, his role as Maui. And it's just like, he'll probably do the You're Welcome song again. Again, another top tier fucking Disney movie. Or not Disney movie, but just soundtrack. Another top-tier Disney song. You're welcome. Or literally, he's just like, thank you. Like, you are so welcome for how awesome I am. That's literally the entire song. That Dwayne was singing. Oh, my goodness. I don't mind re reboots and remakes and stuff like that, but it's just like, some of this stuff is getting ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's like, guys, just like, just like, yeah, you know, we can't, create enough interesting stuff so we have to refresh and rehash the other stuff and it's just like i don't know I wish people would take a little bit more risk when it comes to cinema not cinematography what's it called with movies it's just like just take just take you know take take some risks take some risks i want to see some freaking movies that are good take some freaking risks jesus hate crimes Goodness gracious. I've been 
on and off playing Pokemon all day. Maybe not all day, but like on and off. It's so weird how much it's just so weird how like awesome things are. So if if like let me give you a little bit of backstory. Yesterday I I hacked my very, very old, like circa 2010-ish. 11, 12, whenever the first iteration of the 3DS came out, I hacked it yesterday and it's just so surreal sometimes because A, like I, I went to Walmart, what was it, like yesterday as well to buy a 250 something gigabyte memory card so that way I just have more than enough space for games <clears throat> and it's just so surreal, like surreal, like how much stuff you can just put on your fucking, on these consoles and just play video games all day now. Or just have the ability to play video games all day. Like, again, I, I hacked it, so now it's like I've been playing Pokemon, but I also fucking could have gotten... I mean, I also got, like, a bunch of other Nintendo DS games because the Nintendo 3DS can also emulate DS games, which is a huge problem if you're in the... Uh, this is super nerdy, but it's it's a huge problem to, like, emulate D Nintendo DS because of the stupid 2D screen thing that it had. But on a Nintendo 3DS, it works very, very well, and it's just like, oh, like... Oh, man, I have so many video games to play now. It's it's starting to become a problem because I, I'm not reading as much. I have, like, 40 pages to read today. I'm trying to get through... I'm trying to do so much stuff, but now it's just... Ugh. I love how it's just like, I mean, I'm losing spare time. I love how I'm like, you know, I just don't have enough time to read and play video games. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I, I don't. But, I don't I want to talk about Cam Newton to open up the, uh, the show here. Cam Newton, I was about to say former NFL player, and I was like, that's not right, but that's, that is... Right, Cam Newton, former NFL quarterback for the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers, former MVP of the league, is, I mean, he's looking for a job, and it's not going very well, and look, let's have our come to Jesus moment, especially Cam Newton fans. Cam is not a top 25 to potentially 30 guy, and he hasn't been that guy for three or four years. I said we were going to have our come to Jesus moment. He hasn't been that guy for three or four years. Look, at his peak, at Cam Newton's peak as an MVP caliber player, he was not on the level of Lamar Jackson play-wise. He just was not. And people, weirdly enough, are like, Cam Newton, I remember a tweet saying today by a fan saying, Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson, two of the most disrespected MVPs in the NFL in the history of the sport. And I was like, one is being disrespected in the sense of Lamar Jackson, the other one in Cam Newton is being properly, like, kind of shit on, in all honesty, because he's being ridiculous. He comes up with this video, and I haven't spoken about Cam Newton in... A long time, but I hope that this will kind of be the first time that I will talk about him in a long time and the last time that I will talk about him for a long time because I think he's done. I think his career in the NFL is done. He had a pro day at Auburn, didn't watch it. By the way, speaking of not watching stuff, again, TV, it's out again. 
Turned on yesterday, didn't touch it, turn it off. I was like, maybe it won't turn on again. It won't turn on again, again. I gotta fix this because this is ridiculous. Back to Cam Newton. Cam had a pro day at Auburn or a pro day-like situation at Auburn where he went out and threw in front of a multitude of different teams and he was like, look how far I can throw. And then he's like, and then he, he weirdly enough has this thing where he's like, tell me how 32 guys are playing uh, that, are, that are better than me. And like him and his cronies, him and his fans are always like, MVP Cam, MVP Cam, MVP Cam. Let's pull up his stats, shall we? Let's have a dose of reality here. Let's pull him up. Let me show you something. So, Cam Newton. I can't even pull up his stats on Google anymore because they don't show up on Google. I have to, like, go to a website. Because usually there's, like, an interactive Google thing with Cam. Cam Newton in about 10 years in the league. Really almost 11, has had three seasons where he's won, where he's had a winning record. Let me just, like, double-check that. Yeah, three seasons where he's had a winning record. Yes, was one of the seasons the 15-1 and season where they went to the Super Bowl? Yes. But the other two seasons, he goes 12-4 and and 11-5. and And then... Every other season outside of those seasons, and keep in mind, in an 11-year career, every other season was less than eight wins. Six and ten, seven and nine, five, eight, and one, six and eight, six and eight, zero and two in Carolina, and that was when he got hurt in the 2019 season. Seven and eight, and then zero and five in his final year where he went to Carolina and lost every single game. I know he, like, started against the Cardinals, and I think they won that game, or he came in. I, I forgot. I forgot what it was. He either came in and started, or he didn't, or he started, and they got a little bit of juice. I don't remember what it was. But Cam Newton, as a quarterback, it's like he has one of the worst records in the last decade as a quarterback. He has a non-winning record. Or technically, it's close to non-winning. It's like 500, but again, if he didn't have the the glorious 2015 season, he would probably be like a mediocre mediocre record. It's 75 and 68 and 1. 175 games, lost 68 and tied one game. The MVP season in 2015, he had a 59% completion percentage, which now would be terrible. Terrible. But back then, it was below average. But even then, he had a pretty great season, all things considered. He had 3,800 yards. He had 35 touchdowns through the air. I don't think they show. Yeah, the website that I'm on doesn't show. Uh, unfortunately, the <clears throat> the rushing stats for a quarterback. So, like, let me try and let me try and find it here. Give me two seconds. Da, 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 da. He had the rushing yards. He only had 284 rushing yards. And he had a lot of touchdowns. He had 10 touchdowns. But the yards, he didn't have them. And he was kind of like the number one back in the red zone. But again, I would rather have had Lamar Jackson season where I think he threw for like a similar 
Let me look up Lamar Jackson's MVP season. Give me like two seconds. Lamar Jackson in his MVP season had because I have to look it up again. Had ba, 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 a 66% completion percentage, 36 touchdowns, 3,100 yards. And keep in mind, by the way, this is without having anyone that was relatively good at receiving. Both of them, I guess, had tight ends, so it kind of X's themselves out. But I don't know, man. I may take Carolina's wide. Yeah, I would, because I think they still had Steve. No, 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 no. They didn't have Steve Smith Sr., so their wide receiving cores were about the same. Lamar's passer rating was significantly higher at 113.3 to Cam Newton's... Uh, 99.4. Again, Lamar Jackson had... Sure, he didn't have the 10 touchdowns of Cam Newton, but he had the 1,200 yards on the ground. Again, Lamar Jackson as an MVP, his career and his year was significantly better than Cam Newton's was. And realistically, in a lot of ways, I'm trying to think of like... I think their entire football team in operation, they had a really, really good secondary. They had Earl Thomas in it. It was still like still one of the best safeties in the NFL, admittedly. And they had one of the better corner duos in the NFL with Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters. They had really, really good players on defense. But again, and I think they even had Matt Judon, I think, back then as well. It's hard to like remember everything about the Baltimore Ravens at that point. But point is, Lamar was the spearhead. He was the reason why they were winning games and why they had the ability to win games. Uh, just like Cam Newton was in 2015. But Lamar was better. Here's kind of where everything kind of comes together in regards to Cam Newton and the whole controversy that he's once again embroiled with. That's kind of his own fault. It started again last month in March, mid-March, during the, I think, the Auburn Pro Day, like a day before it, where he was like, tell me how there's 32 guys that are better than me. Uh, people, I guess, took offense to that because yesterday he comes out with this 20-something minute video. I haven't watched it except for a clip of it, but the clip essentially is, and you've probably seen it as well, it's the clip of him listing off all of the quarterbacks that he would be a backup to, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Again, the notoriety of Cam Newton, the figure, the award, the aurora of Cam Newton is kind of non-existent at this point. It doesn't exist. He's not an, a player. I remember three years ago in 2020 when the Carolina Panthers had cut him. I thought it was very, very interesting that certain teams were not going out to get him. But I also was like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's anywhere near the level that he was at when he was in when he was an MVP, and that was like three years ago. And he was constantly getting himself hurt. He never worked on his throwing motion. He never worked on his throwing mechanics. So his accuracy, career-wise, is this... I was looking at Lamar's. Let me look at Cam Newton's career-wise. His career completion percentage is a 59%, which is terrible. Especially now, but back then, it was below average. He never worked on his, on his accuracy. Relied way too much on his athleticism. He always, he was notorious for having humongous targets for wide receivers because of the inaccuracy. And look, Cam was fucking rocked up and he was fucking huge. And he, he was the perfect archetype and architect for a quarterback. He was 6'5", 6'6", 240, 250 pounds. 
yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't even know his measurements, but I had his measurements. I scrolled up on his screen. And yeah, he's six. He like last recorded, he was six five, two hundred and forty five pounds. He's a fucking maniac. He's a monster. He's a big ass human being, right? Am is what every single evaluator dreams of when it comes to a quarterback. When it comes to measurements, big, strong, athletic, and has a huge arm. And none of that unfortunately transitioned to the NFL. Outside of one season. It was a great season. It was an awesome season. But it didn't translate. Consistently. Again. Three winning seasons. Three. In 11 years. Three. Like. He's had an awesome career. He's made tens of millions of dollars. I think it's time. I think it's time for him to hang it up. Uh, he doesn't get it. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know who would want him on their team, respectively, especially when he does stuff like this, where he has a list of teams that he would be willing to be a backup quarterback to. And it's just like, dude, every single team that you listed off would rather try to get a veteran to be the backup for whatever quarterback that you listed off, or they would rather draft a younger guy to develop behind the veteran. It's like, that's not how that works. And I am officially done talking about Cam Newton. I think I think he's done. I think his career is done. I think his career is over. I think, I think, I, I, I just, I don't think we will ever see Cam Newton play a single snap of football ever again. I don't think any team is excited to get him on their on their squad. I don't think any team is excited to have him in their locker room. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. And I, to me personally, I felt like the Patriots were potentially his best chance of finding and having success. And yet, he was, let me look up uh, his record there. I think he was, what, 7-10 and 10 with the Patriots? Something like that. He was 7-8. and eight. If you remember, he goes out, he does this weird thing that put, him, that put himself in jeopardy, put the team in jeopardy. He goes out, this is during the height of the pandemic, by the way, 2020. He goes out, outside of the bubble, the kind of loose bubble that the Patriots have set up for themselves. We've essentially been like, look, here is where we are. Like, stay in New England. Just don't leave New England. Don't leave, don't leave this area. Do not leave this area. Because if you leave this area, we have to test you coming back into this area. We cannot guarantee that you catch COVID, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, and that was kind of like a guidelines. It wasn't like a rules. It was just like, just for your own protection. He leaves this bubble. He gets the coronavirus. It affects him significantly more than it affected really almost anybody else. Again, this is before the vaccine had come out. So it affects him significantly more than it affected anyone else. He sits out for like almost a month or something ridiculous like that. 
And he came back and he was never the same. And he used that as essentially an excuse as to why he did not perform well with the New England Patriots. And the season where he was a New England Patriot was one of his worst seasons on record. I mean, 500, excuse me, 684 yards, four touchdowns, five. No, 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 no. I'm reading off another. I'm reading off his year with Carolina. I apologize. 2,600 yards, eight touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 65% completion percentage. My bad. It was the final year in Carolina. That was his worst year. And a seven and eight record. Again, a non-winning record by Cam Newton. And to me, that year felt like the Patriots weren't close to going to the playoffs. There was some chances, like against the Seattle Seahawks, where I feel like all of the momentum was just drained out of that game or out of the team after that game. I felt like that's when I felt the team was kind of shifting and changing its gears for the worst, kind of. And I think just after that, that's when Cam caught COVID. But Cam has kind of backed himself into a corner, into a wall. I mean, he's only 33 years old. 33, 34, right? If I'm guessing. Yeah, he's 33. He's almost 34. I mean, this is when he should really be in his theoretical prime. And he never learned how to play quarterback. Ever. And so, now he is in a semi-forced retirement now. Is it sad to see Cam leave the NFL? I think he left the NFL years ago. I think the best we saw of Cam was 2015, and then everything else we got after that was pretty much a a lower-valued version of him, in my opinion. I don't really know what he can do for a team. I don't really know what he can offer. I think teams will be willing to take more risks on other players and things of that nature. And I just, uh, I don't really know. I don't really know what to say about Cam Newton anymore. But regardless, I think that's all I have to say about Cam. I think he's just, I think he's, I think he's done. I think he's done. Anyways. I started this conversation yesterday. Oh, by the way, let me talk about the Lakers. Lakers lost last night. I would love to watch basketball. I got to get this problem resolved with this TV. I'm either going to have to move one of my really, really old TVs, like a 10-year-old TV, replace this TV because this TV is being ridiculous. I, I just don't know. I'll probably have to do that because this is just absurd. But um, I was watching the NBA last night, and I was watching... LeBron and the Lakers once again struggle against the Clippers and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook was pretty good, actually. He was pretty good. Actually, he was pretty awesome. In some stretches, in other stretches, it was just like, oh, this is Russell Westbrook. Dracking up threes and then missing threes. Lakers, it's kind of hard to see them now competing with the big dogs in, in the big leagues. I mean, we're a week away from the play-in. The Lakers are hovering around that 6th, 7th seed now. It looks as if the Lakers will probably have to play in the play-in game, which they probably don't want to play in the play-in game, in all honesty. But they probably will. So, Lakers probably have to play in the play-in game. And the West is just 
I talked about it, I think, last week. The, the West is just a mess. It's just a mess where I don't know if the Kings or the Denver Nuggets, the two top-ranked teams in the conference, I, I, are going to do anything. It's so weird how little we talk about those two teams, and those two teams have won the most games in the conference. It's just like, it's just the polarity in the West and the ability for certain teams to be able to beat others, but then it's just like for them not to be able to beat other teams consistently is just ridiculous. The West is a mess. I don't mean for that to rhyme, but I don't know. Nobody is talking about Sacramento as a championship contender. Nobody's talking about Denver as if they are a championship contender. Like, if I say to you, Sacramento or Denver goes up against the Milwaukee Bucks or the Boston Celtics, who do you think wins? It's like, oh, I think it's a 4-0, 5-1 series in favor of whoever comes out of the East. Milwaukee and Boston are just better, and one of those two teams is probably going to come out of the East. Meanwhile, it's like Denver, God help you, man. If... Nikolo Jokic wins the MVP for a third year in a row. It probably won't happen with some of the controversy that's come out. Or more specifically, that's been started. Look, I love Jokic. I don't know who the MVP of the league is anymore. I don't... I, I myself, I don't know. And I blame every single NBA journalist that has made it confusing for fans and other media members to vote on who should be the MVP. Because every single year... Since like 2010, because they didn't want to give it to LeBron every single year, essentially, they were like, we're going to try and find some dumb rule to essentially not give it to LeBron James. And every single media member was like, dirt, yeah, we'll do that. And so now we have this award, the MVP of the league, that nobody cares about. And now you have really the more important award, which is the MVP of the playoffs, or it's technically the NBA Finals. That's now been giving out. There's just too many awards in the NBA because the media freaking screwed it up. They screwed it up for a decade. They ruined the fucking award because they should have given it to LeBron for like four or five years straight consecutively, but because they were so butthurt that he went to Miami that they were like, oh no. And because they, they're Michael Jordan's butt boys, they're just like, uh, no, we're going to give the award to whoever won it in the Early 2000s, I think, didn't Kevin Durant win it or something like that? I don't know. I, regardless, let me, let me look up the MVPs. I'm actually getting annoyed. Who won the MVPs before Steph had that run in the mid-2010s? Hold on. Give me like two seconds. So, here we go. Jokic has won it 2022-2021. Giannis won it 2020-2019. James Harden won it in 2018. Russell Westbrook won it in 2017. And then we have the Steph Curry years 16-15. Kevin Durant, 14. LeBron could have won it. LeBron won it in 2013 and 12. Check this out. Want to guess who won it in 2011? Again, talking about how LeBron James probably should have won it five or six years in a row. Guess who won it? In 2011. This was the Derrick Rose year. This was the year that Derrick Rose won it. And again, I think this correlated with LeBron James leaving the, what was it? The, um, 
the Heat, and so they were just like, well, we can't give it to LeBron because we hate him. Let me, let me, uh, let me look at it. Let me try and find it. I'm trying to find when he left for the Heat. Give me like two seconds. ESPN's website is. He left the, uh, yeah. It was the exact year that he left for the Miami Heat. That was the year that they gave it to Derrick Rose. Gee, how is that aged? We got 12 years on that, and it's just like, wow, that aged pretty fucking terribly. So, my point is, right, there have been, like, here's the thing. Before LeBron kind of went on that five, really six-year run almost where he should have won the MVP, it was... Kobe Bryant in 2008, Dirk Nowitzki in 2007, Steve Nash, 26, 2006, 2005. Shaq probably should have won it two of those years, if not one of those years. Kevin Garnett won it in 2004. Timmy D won it 2002, 2003. AI won it in 2001. You could generally make the argument. Oh, and by the way, Shaq won it in 2000. You could genuinely make the, genuinely, not generally, but genuinely make the argument. That outside of potentially Steve Nash and Kevin Garnett potentially winning it their respective years, you can make the argument that the NBA media had actually voted on who actually should have won the MVP, who was who was actually the most valuable player in the NBA um, during those during those years. That you actually could have made that that um that argument where it's just like, oh, these guys that won it were actually the MVPs of the league during those years. But now it's just it's a complete mess. Nikola Jokic could potentially win it again. I don't know if he will. Maybe it's Joel Embiid. I don't know. But the award, unfortunately, has never been about who the actual best fucking player in the MVP in the NBA is. It should always go to who the best player in the NBA is. Because that is the most valuable player. I'm tired of all of these debate shows muddling the conversation and all of these terrible debates fucking up the whole definition of MVP. Most valuable player doesn't have to literally mean mo the, mo the, the most valuable player on like the worst team or a team that's about to be eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. It's ridiculous. The MVP should have been Giannis this year. It should have been Giannis last year. It's just that simple. It's insane how hard the NBA media makes this because of how many dumbass questions they have to ask about who the MVP um, uh, or, or or discussions or debates. Um, uh, maybe the MVP should be this guy or that guy. It's just like, no, it's whoever is the most valuable player. Why are we having this discussion every year? Ridiculous. So annoying. And again, nobody cares. It doesn't feel like it's an, an award that's valuable. That's important anymore. You know? It's ridiculous. Russell Westbrook won it because he averaged a triple-double. LeBron did it the next year. Nobody fucking cared. It went to James Harden regardless. It's like, ugh, God. Ridiculous. People were like, we care more about stats and statistics and all of this other crap. And it's just like, who is the best fucking player in the NBA. It's like the NFL, it's it's easy. It was like, who's the best player in, in, the, uh, in the NFL? Oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, then we'll just give it to him. Oh, okay, cool. 
You could even say that Aaron probably shouldn't have won it the last two years because of how awesome Patrick Mahomes is. But you could also make the argument, well, Aaron actually had two awesome seasons. You could make the argument. I would, I'm not mad that Aaron won it, but Patrick has been the best or one of the best players in the NBA or in the NFL over the last couple of years. You can make that argument. You can make the argument that Aaron, during his two MVP years, he was one of the best players in the NFL. I'm fine with that as well. But the NV, but the NBA and the shit that they've done with their awards is just a prime example of why, like, why, like, it's it's been hard because the media has just been it's like a parasite. It injects themselves all throughout the NBA, and there's so much conversation and so much, and it's all bad. It's not good coverage. It's just all cringy, weird content that the NBA media puts out, and it's just. Oh, God, it's just so annoying to watch. It's like, guys, come on with some of this bullcrap. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But yes, the, M- the, uh, the NBA media is just... Ugh, goodness gracious. Um, anyways, what else do I got to say? Talked about the NBA... Talked about Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I have to take a swig of my water. Hold on. The Colts with the fourth overall pick in this year's draft. We got draft, the draft, coming up at the end of April. What time? When is the, when is the draft actually supposed to like come out? I mean, it's happened. Give me like two seconds. Hold on. Is it during the 20s? Ian Rappaport tweeted something out. Give me two seconds. Let me take a seat. Sorry about that. Ian Rappaport tweeted out something. Hold on. Duran is trending on Twitter. Give me like two seconds to figure out what is going on. Hold on. Excuse me. Uh. Oh, Katie popped off today. Okay. The first day will happen. The first day of the draft. Excuse me will be on the 27th of April. And so we got a little bit under three weeks now, essentially uh, until the draft happens. Draft will be pretty much one of the biggest events in April. It's so weird how the, how the regular season, not the regular season, but the NFL offseason has just been so kind of muted over the last, like, couple of months I've talked about it. It was the whole LeBron James thing. Him passing up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points ever scored in the NBA. And that kind of like took away from the momentum of the NBA or excuse me, of the NFL going into the Super Bowl. Like it was a huge narrative. It was a huge talking point. And it was just... Like, the NFL just didn't have a presence over the excitement of LeBron James. And again, it's 
I get it. It's practically a once in a lifetime, essentially like opportunity to see LeBron do that because the last time that it happened was, was like literally four years ago or not four years ago, excuse me, like four D years ago. Hold on. Is Nicki Minaj and NBA Youngboy coming out with a collaboration album? Okay. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm just on Twitter right now. But it's like, the NBA, or not the NBA, the NFL has had issues kind of like generating attention, just how I just got distracted by a uh, something trending on Twitter, and I was talking about the NFL, and it's just, the NFL, again, spring football is going on, the XFL is going on, the USFX, the, USL, uh, the USFL is supposed to happen in the next month as well, and I think the worst thing happened in the sense of, Football is kind of getting, uh, it's, it's getting way too claustrophobic here. There's too much of it happening way too much. What happening way too often. And the NFL is like, we want to expand the regular season. And it's just like, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, I know you don't. You don't want to extend it. I didn't even know who was, uh, who was like winning and things of that nature. It's like, I don't even know the schedule. I don't know when playoffs are supposed to happen. I just don't know. I know like the championship game. And the thing about it is I kind of made, I kind of made it my mission to not really watch it or care about it. I used to actually watch both of these leagues, the USFL X and the XFL when they both came out. The USFL, I, I tried to watch some of their football games and I was just like, this sucks. These games are terrible. They are terrible. And I felt the same thing with the XFL this year. I tried to watch some of their games, and I was just like, this shit. Fucking terrible. I couldn't believe how bad some of these games were. How badly, you know, the games... Well, I mean, I, I, I came to the conclusion that it was, like, some people, maybe not all people, but I essentially came to the conclusion. I was like, look... Reason why these games suck, reason why it's not as fun to watch these games over the NFL is because we're watching the G League. We're watching the minor leagues play, and it sucks to watch the minor leagues fucking play. Ridiculous. But yeah, I, I'm just, the NFL seems to be lacking a little bit when it comes to when it comes to putting out content or putting out too much content, I guess. And lacking in the sense of like putting out good. But not the NBA, the NFL. But the NFL will have the draft at the end of the month. It'll be very, very interesting to see how that does. I think it'll do fine. I think it'll do exactly what it's been doing over the last couple of of uh, years. But again, it's just like the NBA is going to be knee deep in their, in their playoffs. So I, we'll see. We'll see. But the draft in the Colts at number four will be so interesting because apparently the Colts, and I don't think I talked about it, the Colts are interested in 
Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky, who I am not a fan of at all, but they're interested in Will Levis and drafting him at number four overall, and it seems like they're just going to stand pack and be just like, yep, we're fine with him. We're fine where we are. We're fine with the fourth overall pick and things of that nature, and we don't have to move up at all to get potentially a good quarterback draft prospect, and I think that this is just wishful thinking. I think this is them just being like, we missed out on trading up in the draft and drafting Bryce Young or whomever, so we're just going to settle for Will Levis at four, and it's just a bad decision, a horrendous mistake, and it's it's just such an obvious read that if they were a little, if they had a strategy and if they were not compromising on that strategy, and if they had other contingencies, contingencies, excuse me, for these ideas, they would actually be able to make some things happen and make some things work. But they didn't do any of what I just said. They just essentially were being lazy, and they just said, look, we don't really care what happens. We'll just let shit happen, and we'll just let things fall to where they are. And so they're now in this situation the Colts, where they're probably going to draft the worst quarterback in the draft instead of drafting someone that can actually help them win games. And it's primarily because they don't have a quarterback. I mean, it's just like, I'm so annoyed. And I kind of hope that I'm wrong about this because it's an easy read. It's like you use the fourth overall pick. You let people fight over the third. Three quarterbacks are going to be taken in the top three picks if somebody comes up and trades for that pick. And then you take Will Anderson with the first overall pick. You pair him with the Forrest Buckner. And then you freaking trade for Lamar Jackson. And you give him a boatload of money. And that's essentially what you do. Now, the interesting situation is I think the Colts owner, there's like this weird report or this rumor. I'll say it was a rumor. Not really a real thing. But there was a rumor that went on. The Colts owner or somebody from the Colts organization went down to Miami and started to negotiate with Lamar Jackson. That's essentially one of the rumors. Or maybe not negotiate is the best way to describe it. They had talks. They talked. They may not have negotiated. They just talked, I guess. But, I mean, I could talk about the Colts and their stupid decisions all freaking day long. All day long. And be blue in the face. But man, oh man, the Colts, they're just such a disappointing franchise once again. But I mean, that's consistent with the brand. They're not very smart. They're not very intelligent. They're not very good. And it just happens so consistently over and over and over and over and over again that they disappoint. They disappoint the fans. They disappoint the media. They disappoint me as a broadcaster. And... They continue to show that they are an incompetently run franchise that is illiterate at making, um, at, at reading good decisions, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, I'm piecing out for tonight. Again, apparently NBA Youngboy and Nicki Minaj are coming out with a collaboration album or something like that, so we'll listen to that tomorrow. We'll talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. But until then, hopefully you have a fantastic day. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.